Hi friends, it's me, Diana Piquet, and it's Weight Loss Wednesday. Welcome! I'm a West Coast mama who has yo-yoed with weight my whole adult life. Over the last couple of years, I've been really doing my best to lean hard on a self-loving approach that would keep my weight in check, and it was realistic enough for me to do for the rest of my life. I'm really tired out from 40 years of losing a bunch of weight and then slowly gaining it back over time. It's been exhausting. I wanted to take care of this beautiful body of mine because I love being alive and I want to be a vibrant, confident, and healthy version of myself. I've been learning, journaling, reading. I've been listening to my own self-talk. I've been making some mistakes and yet observing my confidence growing week after week. I wanted to share my journey because I know what it's like to feel embarrassed or alone over this issue. And the truth is you absolutely are not. I hope you have a listen and I hope that in some way you can take some of this, apply it to your life and see some benefits. I'm so excited to share with you. And as always, I'm cheering you on from Huntington Beach. Hi, it's Weight Loss Wednesday, and I'm excited to be here talking to you about my weight loss health journey and possibly your weight loss health journey. If you've been on this with me and you're listening, which some of my people are reaching out and telling me, um, how that's going for them. And I love hearing from people. So if you want to connect with me, um, I'm on Instagram at uh, ms.dianapiquet, Ms. Diana Piquet, and Piquet is P-A-Q-U-E-T. You can DM me. We could do a Marco Polo. I love communicating with people. Um, It keeps me inspired. It keeps me going. It keeps me feeling like I have a community of people out there that are trying to do the same things and struggling with the same things. So They say misery loves company, but I am so far from miserable. So I'll say happy people love company. And so I would love to hear from you if, um, if you so desire to. Anyway, what I want to talk to you about today was that I had a major overeat last night on Easter candy. And so Easter is long past, right? But I have four, I have four kids who live at home and they get Easter baskets with the chocolate and all that kind of stuff in it. And actually on Easter was like, no big deal. I put all the, I was like, oh my game, you couldn't touch it. Like I was like, everything, all that candy was bouncing off me. But yesterday I had a big, big day physically. I went and I walked to the park. I did library story time and then it's like a climbing park. So I did a bunch of stretching. I did a bunch of climbing. And then I walked home in the wind, pushing 50 pounds of kid and 20 pounds of stroller. And when I got home, I was like, I am juiced. I was just torqued and tired. And so I, which I don't normally do, I popped my butt on the couch and I watched a couple episodes of a show I'm into right now. And I have that kind of husband. He works from home. So if he comes downstairs and he sees me on the TV and I'm not like podcasting or bustling or, you know, working on a project or painting something or whatever, he's like, oh, are you okay? Because like, that's just not who I normally am. And I'm like, I'm just, I need some ibuprofen. I'm just sore and tired. And so physically I was sore and tired. Well, then school gets over and the teenagers start coming in and it was wave after wave after wave of teenage drama. And this is just like, my teenagers are not any better or worse than anyone else's. It's just normal. I know I was like this too when I was a teenager, but it's a lot to absorb. And I'm working on being the type of person that doesn't like take it all on, but it's just hard. Like if one of my girls is like, anxious about this or worried about that or frustrated with this. I listen to all of it because I want to be there for them. And they vent about it. 
but then I'm taking it all on. So I'm, I'm now I'm compounded with physical exhaustion and now I've got mental exhaustion. I ended up having to tell one of my daughters to go start her homework and give me an hour because I was so angry she had done the same mistake again as far as she does her homework and then she's like, oh, I forgot to turn it in. What in the actual fuck? I mean, I would not do my homework and not turn it in. Or I would not do my homework and lie and say I turned it in. I would do lots of stuff, but I wouldn't do my homework and then not turn it in. So now we're dealing with like six assignments that are sitting in her little box to turn in that are now late. So she's going to get low credit. So I was just so frustrated. So I'm like, oh, just get away from me. Give me an hour. So I calmed down and I talked to her and we worked it through. And she's got a lot of... She's that particular one has a lot of stuff that's coming up for her now that she's becoming an adult that happened to her when she was a kid and she's processing it in there. So there's a lot, uh, it's a lot for all of us, um, but it's especially a lot for her. So what she really needs is not anger. She needs hugs and loves and understanding and cuddles and all that kind of stuff. So I had to, you know, I had to give myself a break and then work that up for her. And then we did dinner and I was sensible at dinner, but I was, man, I was like, it was like seven by the time I got dinner on the table. And by the time we were done at seven 30, I literally should have just gone to bed, but I didn't. And the girls started the dishes and I went into the living room and laid on the couch and got into the blanket. I'm like, I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired. I've been saying that all day. I was probably a little dehydrated too. I don't think I did great on my water yesterday. And I'm sitting there with my cozy husband and we're visiting. And then I'm like, you know what? I really just feel like a piece of candy. Well, Scarlett comes over and she doesn't like peanut butter. And she's like, you can have this and you can have this. And it was like all my favorites. Okay. Like Reese's peanut butter cups, malted milk ball, milk, malt, essentially Whoppers and Kit Kats. And she just is like, I don't want any of these. And if this is old candy, right? Like this isn't like yesterday's candy. So she throws it all at me and I'm like, well, I ate it all. I ate it all. I ate like 10 of those little mini candies. So, of course, I felt not that great when I went to bed, not that great today when I woke up, you know, it's, but the the interesting part about having an overeat like that is that comparing that to before and being able to wake up this morning and journal and go, why did that happen? That happened because I was tired. And a lot of times when I'm either physically or mentally tired, what I turn to is sugar for relief. It's an old habit. I didn't feel any, like I didn't go to bed feeling any less tired. I didn't go to bed feeling any less overwhelmed, but I used to do that as a coping mechanism, thinking that it was doing something for me. It was taking my mind off of whatever issue I had for the day. It didn't make the issue any better. It didn't make the drama any better for my daughters. It just made me full of however many grams of sugar and chocolate. But what I used to do is take that that overeat that I would have. And then the next day I would either be like, fuck it. I'm going out. Where's the cheese sticks and the chicken tenders or, and the tacos and the margaritas, or I would just spend the day like, okay, well, I'm just going to fast today. I'm just having water. I'm so bad. Oh my God. I'm so bad. And neither one of those things serve, right? Cause having like a big screw it day where I just eat whatever all day long. No, and having like, no, no, I'm not doing that. I want, you know, I have shit to do today called feel good, called not have diarrhea. So I got up today. I, I journaled about it, why I thought it happened. 
how I thought I could prevent it next time. Next time when I feel that coming on, I'm just good. I'm, and my husband tried to stop me too. He's like, are you sure you want to do that? I'm like, yes. It's like, okay. And I mean, he did what he could because he can't get, he can't come to my aid too much because we don't want to get in a fight about it. I got to take care of myself, right? So I do find it particularly interesting to observe myself having an overeat now versus having an overeat a year ago. Because I've been struggling with this issue of perfect, perfect, perfect for like three days and then go off the rails. And then it's like, it just derails me and I don't actually end up getting anywhere, which leads me, you know, to mental beatdowns and all sorts of different stuff. So this time around, um, to be able to observe myself going off the rails big time, like that was a lot of candy. That was like, I mean, he came over and took my wrappers away to the garbage and I was pretty embarrassed actually. Like that was a lot. And realized like, and it's okay. It happened and it's okay. And I got up this morning. I didn't feel great this morning. I had a little light headache from all the, you know, sugar spike. But I started drinking my water. I did my little routine that I do in the morning. I got my push-ups and squats in. And I started talking about my intention for the day and how I wanted to feel today. I got my coffee. And before you know it, I'm like, okay, I'm back on this. You know, not to say I'm going to be perfect. Not to say it couldn't happen again. But just to say like... I'm not going to take an overeat that happened last night. I'm not going to take 10 stupid little old stale Easter candies and let them turn it into a whole day where I'm like, ah, screw it. I'm going to eat whatever I want today, you know, or even worse than that, even worse than consuming more junk food, you know, running out, get me the chicken tenders, get me the mozzarella sticks. Let's go to lunch and get drunk on margaritas, whatever, which has happened in the past. Even worse than that would have been to be more punitive with myself where I'm just talking negatively to myself and just beating myself down inside my own head, saying things like, see, you're never going to accomplish this. See, you're going to always fall back into these old habits. You just, you're not meant to be healthy. You're not meant to live a long time, you know, and I, and, and I can, I can go down, down that rabbit hole with the best of them because there's a lot of worry and guilt and anxiety that I have around living long enough to take care of Lincoln, who was born when I was 45. And if you sit back, you know, being an older parent is a big responsibility because I still need my mom and dad. And but they had me when they were 20. So I'm 50 now and they're in their 70s. So if you do the math on someone like Lincoln, if she's born when I'm 45, by the time she's getting out of college, I'm well, well into my 60s and into retirement, you know, so I want to be looking good, getting up, getting down on the floor, playing, getting up off the floor very easily into my 80s and 90s. I mean, I want to live a long time. And so there's a big heavy, like there's this whole thing in my head. And of course, you know, I could walk out the door and get like murder beetles or hit by a school bus or something, something could happen. And that might be the case, but I want to at least know that I'm going down, trying my hardest to live a healthy, full life and, you know, preserve my body for as long as I can to stay around. It's a, it's a big, heavy thing. Um, And maybe I make too much of it, but I sure worry that Thomas and I will be around for our kids for as long as they need us. 
So I have to say, like, on a day like today where I had a lot of candy last night and I woke up and it could be a crossroads where I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk like shit to myself or I'm going to do all the things that I mentioned before. The biggest thing that I've taken out of this last six months that's so different for me than it would have been, you know, the rest of my life before I learned to talk to myself the way that I have is that it's just, it's just a one-time occurrence and not that it won't happen again, but it's not affecting me today. I feel like such a win that I'm like, yeah. And I went on my walk. I had my water. I'm doing, you know, Fridays are my day to podcast generally. I've got a plan for taking Lincoln to the park and none of it has anything to do with just having a big blow it day or fasting today because I feel bad about yesterday. It's just, it was a one-time occurrence last night. It is what it is. And I think that that's like, that's kind of how healthy people do it. Like that's how like mentally healthy and physically healthy people must do it is that you just don't make, make it the end of the world or don't make it like something that's like makes you a bad person. Um, Yeah. So I've mentioned before that I came across uh, Corinne Crabtree's podcast called losing 100 she's lost 100 pounds and kept it off for like 14 or 15 years now I came across it when I was in bed with COVID and she had this free course uh that was you know free so I'm like well what what do I have to lose I'm laying here in bed anyway and so much of the stuff that she said just totally rang true with me like oh my gosh you guys like the clean your plate club and the 80s baby thing where you you know, you've been fed this big bag of lies about the food pyramid. And I was really relating to so many things. Like I would cook a whole separate meal for myself than I would for my family. So my kids are sitting there watching me eat a different meal than them. And there just was a lot of stuff that really, really made sense. And so what I started doing was implementing the things that she said really, really slowly. And not only did weight stop start coming off, which is great. Like, but honestly, I can lose weight. I've lost weight a bunch of times. I can get down the scale with the best of them. But the problem is, is that it always creeps back on. I always go back to those old habits and it has less to do with the food I'm eating or the Taco Bell runs or what size portion of lasagna I have and more about the thoughts that I have about who I am around food. And so that's what this it's, it should be called instead of losing 100 pounds with Corinne, it should be like losing your mental weight around weight loss. I mean, that's what it really is. It's like, it just takes the ease, the worry, oh, am I going to, you know, because you're like, oh, God, I got to lose weight, I got to go on a diet, I got to go on a diet, you do it, you know, you white knuckle yourself all the way down the scale where you think, you know, and I would always like, I would always get down to like 15 pounds from where I really should have been. And then I'm, I'm holding tight, holding tight. And then it just, it just all starts coming back on. And then there's the panic the whole way back up, you know, oh God, I'm gaining weight. Oh God, what are people going to think? Here I am again. I'm such a loser. All those negative things. And her approach is much more like, how can you love yourself through this whole journey? And, and honestly, I hope she never hears this. She's a very harsh personality. She's kind of rough the way she talks, lots of cussing. But the message, the message is like gold. Because for me to understand that there's an easy way to do this and solve this issue that I've dealt with for the 45 years, 
like I, I probably became aware of being a bigger kid or like a larger kid or having kind of a pot belly when I was about five years old, like my Lincoln girl, like about that age, I started realizing, oh, you know, juicy butt, big belly, you know, built like a barrel. I remember those kind of comments, thick thighs and, or, you know, I think I was called chubby checker and my sister was really skinny. So she was pencil neck and, you know, not only those things happening to me, but sort of like absorbing the fact that that was what our society was like. That was what was like, I I don't make any comments about my children's bodies anymore. And I've got children who are all different sizes and shapes. Um, Obviously, they're not all biologically related. They're all related, but they're not all biologically related. So they different heights and sizes and widths and different feet sizes and tiny hands and all that. But we don't make comments about their bodies. And we, our society just in general has come a long way from, from doing that. So anyway, I, I feel like I'm kind of rambling a little bit, but I guess I just wanted to say, I feel like I've gained so much out of this program and it, you know, she has a podcast, it's all free. And I mean, it is probably 300 plus episodes of just pure ass gold if this is a struggle for you. If you struggle in this area with overeating or talking really toxically to yourself, um, she does a really good job of teaching you how to do better at that. And I think what I've loved is that she's really she really encourages sleep and cleaning up your sleep hygiene and getting enough sleep because she says that's when your body really cleanses itself and um your cells regenerate and all that. And that's when your body will clean up like that extra weight and let go of it. So if you're not getting enough sleep, you're not going to lose weight, uh, water, which is it's easy to me. It's easy. I just forget, but having enough water and then writing down what you're eating, making a plan for what you're going to eat and sticking to that. So you can't eat what you want. You just have to stick to what you're eating. Anyway, you should go over and listen to her. She explains it a lot better, but I just have to say, it's just been, Like, I'm like, holy shit, I just ate 10 Easter candies last night and I am not spending the day like overeating and having a big screw it day. And that's what I used to do. So I'm really, I'm really feeling like a winner today. I mean, I ate 2000 calories of chocolate and, and crunchy goodness and sugar. And I feel like a million bucks that I'm not sitting around talking crap to myself about it today. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this lesson. Um, again, Corinne's podcast is Losing 100 with Corinne. I'm the biggest fan girl of hers. I'm actually going to try and get her to come out here and host her at the Hyatt and give her a big beauty day. So if Corinne, if you're listening, I'm your biggest fan from Huntington Beach. Okay, thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Diana Show. If you want to hear about weight loss, you got to tune in on Wednesdays. And if you want to hear about parenting, self-development, second marriages, blending a family of seven people in a three-bedroom house, mental health awareness, and all the other things that are the pieces of the puzzle that have been bringing us joy, tune in on Mondays. To connect with me, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapiquet. Thanks, friends.